0: Next on BYU Sports Nation Championship Weekend is a go for launch. BYU Volleyball takes down number one and the rematch with the Ohio State is back. BYU junior outside hitter Brendan Sanders celebrating Cinco de Mayo after a career performance. Why is this the year for BYU Volleyball? Plus Ronnie Jones Perry of BYU Women's Volleyball and running back Ula Tolutau of BYU Football. Why did he choose Provo over Wisconsin? Cinco de, let's
1: go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. Hats on! BYU Sports Nation is live!
0: Nice hat, Jason. Your day-to-day play-by-play in (laughs) Studio B is a go for Cinco de Mayo. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, May 5th. We counted down. We did uh, Uno de Mayo, Dos de Mayo. Like, now we're here. We are, we, we made We finally it. made it to Cinco de Mayo. We made it. It's great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the Invisible Swordsman's only living relative, Jason Shepard. Yeah, Dusty. Everybody else shot up. Okay? <laughs> all right? They all shot up, except you. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I think there should be a new tradition on Cinco de Mayo, at least for BYU Sports Nation. And when I say BYU Sports Nation, I mean specifically us in Studio B <laughs> watching Three Amigos, especially this because is, you're wearing that hat. No, 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 no. If this is not, this could have come from
2: the set of The Three Amigos. That is how, I mean, this looks like something that Ned uh Dusty Bottoms, and Lucky, Lucky Day. Lucky Day. Any of them could have worn this hat. <laughs>
0: So many good quotes in that movie. (laughs) Oh my goodness! We will not do that. Although I do want you to sing "My Little Buttercup" at some point today. No, no. We were singing before the show. That is the only singing of that song. One thing for me, okay? I'll sing. I'll sing the first part. You just fill in the blanks, okay? Okay. My little buttercup has the sweetest smile. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, While while oh. Fantastic, fantastic great scene, great movie. And uh am yeah. digging these hats by the way. Hat. I honestly, I'm I'm really yeah. liking wearing this hat. I told you I was going to wear my uh, Cinco de Mayo party
2: shirt. Yeah, at least we at least we both got the uh, sombrero and the short sleeve button up shirt. Memo. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know who gave this shirt to me? Um, Danny Ainge. No, good guess though. Oh, was I close? No, no. Oh. Michael Alisa's mother. <laughs> yeah, That's not close. <laughs> <laughs> now this is a gift from the Elisa family. Nice, very nice. Straight out of Hawaii, right? But it looks like my Mexican party shirt today. Really good stuff. Bring on the headlines.
1: It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines.
0: Here's a reason to party. Three-seed BYU men's volleyball upset the two-seed Long Beach State last night in the NCAA semifinals, taking all three sets. Brendan Sander led BYU with 15 kills. He hit 6 619. Oh, my goodness. Brendan Sander talking about why he is so confident now about the Cougars' chances of taking home the national championship hardware.
3: I mean, last year it didn't come out how we wanted, and this year, I mean, that just adds a little more motivation for this year, and we're very focused, and we're very together as a team, and I think that we have a very good shot, and hopefully we can do the same thing we did tonight. We'll
0: hear more from Brendan Sander coming up in just moments on BYU Sports Nation. The Cougars now have a rematch of last year's national championship showdown with Ohio State. Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it live on ESPN2. Can't wait for it tomorrow. BYU baseball beat Santa Clara 9-3 to in California
2: to extend their winning streak to seven games. The Bat-Cats trail 3 to nothing, scored nine unanswered runs. Brock Hale, Kyle Dean, and Colton Shaver each hit home runs for BYU, who have now won 17 out of 20 Whoa. ball games. BYU Santa Clara play game two tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. I can almost take you seriously
0: with that hat on. Not quite. I am loving this hat, man. But almost. 20th-ranked BYU softball opens a doubleheader tonight at Santa Clara. 7 Eastern. The Batgirls have won 16 in a row. Pitcher McKenna Bowl will try and add to her record streak of 43 and two-thirds consecutive scoreless innings pitched. Hey, how about this? Four former Cougars report to
2: NFL rookie minicamps today. Jamal Williams and Taysom Hill with the Green Bay Packers, Harvey
0: Longy with the New England Patriots, and Nick Kurtz with the Oakland, soon-to-be Vegas Raiders. Okay, Jason, as much as I don't want to do this, (laughs) I am being told that uh, a mandate has been put out that we have to remove the hats at this juncture of the show. As much as I love it, I'm kind of behind the decision. (laughs) Hats off. Hats off. Okay. All right. Now, my friends, it is time to rise and shout. What's Trending brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority.
1: You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The championship
0: rematch. BYU men's volleyball back to the natty for a second consecutive year after that semifinal sweep of Long Beach State in Columbus last night. Now, the rematch has been set with The Ohio State University. Only this year, the Cougars are charged with beating the defending national champions on their home floor. How you feeling about it? Bring on the Friday Twitter question. Why is this the year for BYU volleyball? Simple question. Maybe you think it's not, but well, we are asking all of you to just answer it. Use the hashtag #BYUSN uh, at Broil Blue Coug, They have encountered opposition,
2: injuries to be patched, a couple unexpected defeats, and they've overcome them all. They
0: are hungry. Yes, BYU is, as Chad Lewis would say, hungry. <laughs> led by Brendan Sander, the junior outside hitter who had the performance of his BYU career last night. Jason Shepard, you had a chance to speak with Brendan for a few minutes early this morning. That's right. Brendan was absolutely fantastic last night. He played really well and, quite honestly,
2: really set the tone for that match. Here's my one-on-one with the sequel. Mm. Brendan Sander, junior outside hitter, joining us on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline First and foremost, Brendan, congratulations on the victory last night. What an impressive win for you guys.
3: Thank you. Thanks. It was a great match for us.
2: Well, not only was it a great victory overall for the team, but it was a fantastic match for you personally. You tied a season high with 15 kills. Also, by the way, hit 619. What was working so well for you last night?
3: Um. I'm, honestly, I think our whole team was in the zone, and that kind of just put me in the zone a little more, and um, it built up our confidence between all our passers and our setter and our middles and our opposite. And so everyone playing free allowed me to play really free and just ultimately play my game that I know I can play.
2: You know, Brendan, it's not very often that there's a turning point in the game that happens just within the first few minutes of set number one, but that really was the case last night. You guys trailed four to one in set one, and then things changed. What happened at that point that really propelled you guys to completely take over from that point?
3: Um, I think that we just settled in in the match, and we got the nerves out in the first few points, and then we just settled in, and we said, hey, let's go. We're going to we got a battle to beat these guys. We can't just roll through them. So we decided, hey, we're going to battle as hard as we can and do everything we can to beat them. And then we ultimately just played as a team together and ended up getting the victory.
2: You guys get to face Ohio State again in the National Championship game tomorrow. How motivating is it that you get another crack at them?
3: Oh, it's very motivating, especially because um, it's on their home floor, so... Hopefully we can get some revenge from last year and beat them on their home court.
2: You know, that is an interesting dynamic to this. Not only do you get to take on the the number one team, but it is on their home floor. What degree of difficulty does that add to the equation?
3: Uh, they're going to have a lot of fans. Last night when they played Hawaii, they had around 5,000 fans. and I mean, tomorrow night, I'm guessing they're going to have around the same or, or even more so. It's going to be hard, but we're used to playing in front of big crowds thanks to BYU and their awesome fan base. So we love the big crowds, and it just provides us with more energy to go out and play as hard as we can.
2: You know, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, BYU, we obviously know regardless of the sport, regardless of where it's played, Cougar fans are going to show up. Uh, what type of atmosphere was that like last night with the Cougar fans in attendance, and what do you expect from BYU fans tomorrow?
3: Um, I expect quite a few people to be here. I mean, we have a pretty wide support base throughout the world pretty much. And so people know us and they like coming to watch us and we love them coming to watch us and support us. So um, I think Ohio State's going to have a ton of people and I think we're going to have a pretty good fan base and it's just going to be a a great showdown between us and Ohio State and it's going to be fun volleyball to watch.
2: Brendan, how do you think that this year's BYU team is better prepared for the Buckeyes in the national championship game prepared to last year's team?
3: Um, I think that we're just more focused and more willing to go get it because, I mean, it's Jake Langlois' last year. He's very hungry to get a national championship under his belt, and um, Tim Daubert is doing great stuff for us on the right side and getting a lot of touches, and um, Leo is throwing the ball as a setter very comfortably right now, and... That's giving us as hitters a lot of confidence to go up and kill the ball and with a lot of range throughout the court. And so I think if we play as a team together and support each other in everything that we do, then we will hopefully come out with that victory and have the national championship.
2: You know, taking it maybe one step further. What what have you guys as players and you know, what what is coach Olmstead and the rest of the coaches, what have you guys talked about in those certain key things that you guys feel you'll need to do in order to beat Ohio State and win that title tomorrow?
3: Um, ultimately we're going to have to attack the ball well. That's what we always have to do to win and we're going to have to serve and pass better than we ever have before. They have some great servers on their team that can bomb serves very hard. And so if we can handle them and just get a decent pass on them and have our pin hitters go out and take well-executed swings, then I think we'll be in a good position because we can also serve the ball pretty hard.
2: Brendan, great stuff. It was fun watching last night. And we can't wait for tomorrow. We've got to give you the BYU Sports Nation karma. It is alive and well. We'll give I it to all you all the way out there in, uh, in Columbus for the game tomorrow. I know all of BYU Sports Nation will be watching. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, there we go. Brendan Sander on the Desert First Credit Union hotline. Desert First, your values, your timeline,
0: your financial future. Great stuff from Brendan Sander, both on and off the court. In fact, he's got me feeling so good that I have the oversized blue goggles on right now. It's a volleyball party blue on Cinco alert. de Mayo. Blue goggle alert. We should have had blue those with alert. the
1: sombrero. Blue goggle yeah, alert.
0: Why, why the eagle <laughs> scream? I don't know, but it just it just fits, right? Just the, the eagle scream with the blue goggle alert. Fantastic. Hey, what's a party without a game? Let's play Big Deal, No Deal.
1: Big Deal. No Deal.
0: Brady Industries provided commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the western United States for over 65 years. Brady Industries, clean solutions, a tradition for generations. Championship focus needed today, Jason. Absolutely. Let's do it.
1: Number one. Well, it is a volleyball edition of Big Deal, No Deal on a day that volleyball is going to the championship. So, number one, Big Deal, No Deal. BYU sweeps Long Beach State without Ben Patch.
0: Okay. I will say no deal. Okay. I need to take my blue blue goggles for this. What what
2: in the world? I will say no deal. and And – if you look at how this team – this team plays great with Ben Patch in the lineup. They play great without Ben Patch. I think that's the beauty of this team. They've proven that while Ben has has had injuries this year, this team has been able to continue to play at a high level. So I, I ex- still expect them, with injuries to people, that they're still going to play at a high level. So, yeah, I will say
0: no deal. Holy, I, I have expectations, that, Batman. I, but they've, pr- they've done it all year. Whoa. They sweep Long Beach State, yes! the number one team in America, but without Ben Patch, and that's not a big deal. And that says a lot about this team. Exactly. That's why it is a big deal.
2: It's a huge deal. They've done it all. They've done it all year. They played at a high <laughs> level all year.
0: They just swept number one without a two-time All-American. No, how is that not a big deal? Number two.
1: Big deal, no deal. BYU gets a rematch with Ohio State for the title.
0: Okay, I'm going first on this one. Please. This is a big deal because Ohio State has been in the back of the mind of BYU volleyball for an entire year. After the letdown in Pennsylvania last year against the hot serving Buckeyes, this has been a motivating factor for the Cougars. The fact that they get another crack at Ohio State as the defending national champion is an enormous deal. Not quite as big of a deal as sweeping Long Beach State without Long without Ben Patch, but it is, it's a huge deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. Of course it is. How many times do you hear athletes after a a really big loss like, man, I
2: wish we could, wish we could play them. I'd I'd love it. Well, BYU volleyball gets an opportunity to live that out. Absolutely, it is a big deal. And you heard from Brendan. This this is something that they want. And this is something that they are ready for.
1: Number three. The final big deal, no deal brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Hang on, i got to soak this in. This is the first time I've got to do stat of the day on this. Yes. Show, so wait for it. Okay. Stat of the day. Sean Olmstead has taken a BYU volleyball team to the national championship in three straight seasons. If you say no deal, Jason, no. I will walk off the set. I will actually. I would.
2: Just, I will walk. Off I was gonna say. I. It is a big deal, but I will say no deal just to see if you will <laughs> actually walk off the set. Oh, no, of course, it's a big deal. Okay. Okay, and we're talking you. about. He says taking a BYU volleyball team because we're talking about the women's team, and then immediately
0: taking the men's team. Of course, it's a big deal. The dude can straight up coach. Dude can the coach game. three straight seasons. He was with women's volleyball in the 14-15 campaign, takes BYU volleyball on the men's side in 16 and now 17. Such, such a testament of what Sean Olmstead brings to BYU volleyball. Fantastic stuff. Now, got to take that next step, right? Got to win it. He's been there. Now he's got to win it. But it's still a big deal.
2: Getting there that many times is still a big deal. Three straight years. You do not minimize
0: getting to the championship game that many times. Why is this the year for BYU Volleyball? Hashtag BYUS. and Our Cinco de Mayo championship special just getting started. Coming up, transfer running back Ula Tolutel on why he switched over to BYU and what role he expects to play this year.
1: What's trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Smile,
0: smile. Welcome back. Cinco de Mayo special. This is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. And by now you should know, the hashtag BYUSN is where it is at. If BYU baseball can win tonight or tomorrow,
2: they will have won six straight conference Series That's going to happen. It, well, I, I believe that, yes. Batcats cats continuing their series at Santa Clara tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Brady Corliss will take the mound for BYU. You can listen to the game on BYU Radio. Uh, who cares about the six straight series, Jason? 17 of 20. 17 of 20. And seven in a <laughs> row.
0: Holy cow.
2: Uh, they're good. Hashtag hot
0: takes. Uh, Texas Cougar fans, a reminder to get ready. The Cougars are in Tejas for the Houston Fan Fest tomorrow at Robert Fleming Park in Spring, Texas from 11 to 2 p.m. Houston time. Again, Robert Fleming Park in Spring, Texas. You can meet and get autographs from Coach Kalani Satake, Ty Detmer, Butch Pau, T.J. Karoma back in his home state, Fred Warner and other BYU players and coaches. Of course, Fred Warner made the trip. He makes every road trip. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Yeah, I don't blame him. Everybody wants to see Fred. He's earned his due, that hair especially. This is the second in a series of a Fan Fest this spring and summer. We were at the one in Las Vegas, and by we, I mean BYU Sports Nation took the show. We may see you at another one coming up. Stay tuned for more details and information on that. Joining us now in Studio B and rocking the sombrero, much better (laughs) than I did, I might say, is... Ula Tolutao, BYU running back. Ula, welcome to Studio B. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What's with the number two t-shirt, man? Explain that. Oh,
4: so this is uh, this is the foundation that we – this is part of the foundation, one of the foundation shirts that we that we did in New York, the More to Life Foundation that uh, Coach Sitaka is in charge of.
0: That's fantastic. And you bring that up. Let's talk about your trip and visit to Harlem. We talked to one of the founders of the Harlem Jets yesterday. It was fantastic to hear what that meant to him and the kids. Now we want to get your perspective as a BYU football player what was it like to work with that youth football group in Harlem New York
4: It was definitely worth it There were about I'd say almost 250 250 uh, little little youth kids that we had to t- uh, take care of and it was just a great experience to see them um to see them with us to see their 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 uh faces glow and all that It was good you
2: know, We as Spencer mentioned, we, we had the, the coach on yesterday, and he was talking about how you've completely turned the entire Harlem Jets team into BYU fans. They're going to have a, a watch party for the Houston game. What was that like to be to have that kind of a reception with that team?
4: I thought it was really cool. Like, Even though we were in one part of Harlem, I think the whole neighborhood saw us there. They, they, <laughs> they would walk by, and they, they'd stand around the gates, and of course when it was food time, we, we'd, we'd share with everyone. So it was definitely good to see the whole community there.
0: Were they gawking at your size, Ula?
4: Um a little bit. Nobody thought I was a running back there. <laughs> what did they, what what position did they thought you played? They thought I played offensive line. Are you serious? Yeah, because they're they they do not know what Polynesians are. they never met Poly- <laughs> They thought I was a bigger Mexican. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: that, that's hilarious. Well, you could fool some people with that hat on right no, now, right? Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> Great stuff on Cinco de Mayo. Listen, a lot of people are excited uh, that you made the choice to play football in Provo. Even though it's not on the offensive line, uh, and, and you're a running back, <laughs> you had an all-world career at East High School. Uh, you initially chose Wisconsin, but after your mission, you said, okay, "I want to go to BYU." Why did you feel like BYU was the right place for you at this time?
4: Okay, so growing up, I was I've been a BYU fan, so the the true blue has always been in me. Um, coming back from my mission, um, you you learn a lot of things, and um, I knew Coach Shatake from from Utah. He recruited me. And so it's always been a dream to play for BYU. And I took my visit here. I talked to my parents, and I felt like this was the best uh, position for me to play at. So, so when uh, Coach Satake got the job, did you think, okay, I need to seriously consider this? Yeah. Oh, okay. We got to get things rolling. I want to see what's up with BYU now. So,
2: well, now you've been on campus now for a couple of months. What have the what's the last little while been like as a Cougar?
4: It's it's actually been really fun, like with the class, uh, the football. The teammates, my surroundings—it's been, it's actually been a cool ride.
0: Yeah, you seem like you're having a good time for sure. I mean, who else comes on the set and puts on that hat? like, Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's, do an, let's do an interview right now. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Tao, the newest BYU running back, with us on BYU Sports Nation. What kind of a role do you expect to play for BYU football this upcoming
4: season? Oh, that's a that's a tough one. Well, I'm still learning. I'm still learning a lot, getting to know the offense. I'm trying to build a better relationship with like my, my offensive line because, of course, that's where it starts, the anchor. Um, I hope to hope to get some playing time and uh, continue to, that same t- uh, type of style of running at East, like we did with the triple option. Hope I could still bring it here and uh, hopefully make a difference here with uh, my Cougar buddies.
2: How close do you think you are
4: condition wise to like game speed and, and condition wise for for the season? Um, I'd probably say like. 50, yeah, I'm still trying to recover from eating all the Mexican food, <laughs> all those pupusas and tacos and all that, so.
0: Yeah, that's understandable, uh, and so obviously you're looking forward to a summer of, of being able to get in shape. What's what's your summer schedule like to get yourself ready for fall camp and conditioning and all of that?
4: Well, come May 8th, we have our uh, our first summer. It's been about a whole month since we got into anything due to finals, so Hopefully, May 8th will be the day where the strengthening head coaches have a little surprise for us. Oh, a little (laughs) surprise? Yeah.
0: I bet you're excited for that, aren't you?
4: Mm, Both ways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everybody
2: that we talk to, whether it's current coaches at BYU, whether it's former coaches at East, everybody talks about your physicality, Mm. just how physical of a runner you are. How
4: do you think your game fits into what Coach Detmer is wanting to do with the offense? Um, so I think with the with the new style of offense that Ty Detmer is bringing, I think I fit a better uh, a good mix with that downhill running, good uh, physical, just ISO, little twenty four zone, twenty five zone here. So I think I fit a good picture with it. Do, do you are you the type
2: of back that that craves that hit? That you, instead of getting hit, you're wanting to dish out the hit when you're running the ball?
4: Yeah. Yeah,
2: have you always been that way, or is that is that did that come as you as you got older, or was that just the way you've always been?
4: I think that's just since I was little. I kind of like to get hit. I, I kind of like to get hit the first time, just to get the the momentum out of you, and then you just feel good and you just got to keep going.
0: Okay, now I've watched your high school film very closely and saw you in spring football. We know that you can run people over. That, there's no question about that. But you've got a little juke in your step. Yeah. Uh, where did you pick that up from uh, in your high
4: school days? Uh, I, I think from playing rugby. It's a little rugby step. Uh, my, my dad played rugby. I've been play- I, I never played rugby until my high school career, but it's a little, little rugby, rugby step.
0: Has Coach David Smith come after you at all, Ula? No. Because no. <laughs> you're a commodity, man. You're a commodity. And has got a pretty good rugby program. I don't know. Maybe you've heard that. <laughs> yeah, they are. So, now, BYU
2: lost one of the greatest characters on the team in Jamal Williams, but that doesn't mean that there aren't still some pretty good characters in that running backs room. What
4: is this group like when you guys get together? Oh, man. You know, first of all, Coach Reno, my, he he likes to have fun. So, um, whenever we're together, um, of course, we're having fun and we get down to business, but it's just mostly everyone has their own different characteristics, and we all bring it together, and everyone just laughs. We're just having a good time. What do you, what do you guys like to do together?
0: I know that you had a Connect Four tournament at
4: one point. We right? did. <laughs> we did. We were supposed to be watching <laughs> film. <and laughs> coach Reno pulls out Connect Four and says, winner gets $20. <laughs> and Kavika Funua won.
0: So. That is hilarious. Hey, Connect Four, I, I wouldn't put it past Reno. What's the best thing you've learned so far from your running backs, coach? So
4: thing? Um, it's definitely running routes, I think, just like getting it down and crisp because, you know, East High, we, we ran triple option, so it was just more of handoffs. And, I mean, I've been running routes my whole life, but just kind of getting the, the option route in, the swing route, the scat route, those are, those are one of the biggest things I'm learning to do.
2: So over the next couple of months, you mentioned some of the things coming up. Between now and the start of fall
4: camp, what's your schedule look like? Um... 6 a.m. to 11 in the morning.
2: That's, that's when you work out. And what, what, things, what things
4: will you be doing? I mean, off-season workouts, things like that leading into fall. Um, we'll be working out in the morning, and then um, you can go get a second workout if you want. And I'm, I'm doing some little cardio at night just to help me get back in and shape and lose some weight.
0: All right. Ula Tolutao, the newest BYU running back. Hey, just so you know, we are looking forward to the season getting underway. So much so. And maybe you know this, but we count down every single day. Hit it.
1: Countdown to the Viking. 1-13. Yes. Yes. He joins the party. Yes.
0: Join it in. He joins the party. This interview was nothing what you expected it to be, was mm. it? At any point, <laughs> did you think you would be wearing a sombrero today? No. <laughs> and I, I forgot it was Cinco de Mayo. Oh, Okay. Well, it's okay. We are here to remind you. (laughs) Thank you. It's your friendly party reminders on BYU Sports Nation. We're not well, by the way. Ula's like, man, I'm never coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have a tradition. Uh, We would like you to sign our stretch wide flag as an in-studio guest. You can do that as we go to break, if you don't mind.
4: Okay. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right. Ula Tolutau, the BYU bruising running back with us in Studio B. Up next, Jerem Candy Jordan will join us from Ohio to recap last night's sweep and preview the upcoming championship game. Karma,
1: it matters. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Takano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary.
0: It's all because of you. Welcome back, (laughs) sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. Brendan Sander joined us early in the show to discuss why he feels... This year is the year for BYU men's volleyball and breaking down the Ohio State matchup for the national championship. Listen to that interview by downloading the podcast. You can watch it on byutv.org or watch it via the BYU TV app. It's it's all available. Plus Ula Toluta
2: just joined us. Absolutely. You know what? Here this is the day. Like by the time the show is over, we are going to have had four guests. If there was ever a day Download the app to get all these interviews. Come on, today. If you don't have it,
0: do it today. All right, fast-forwarding through the BYUSN headlines. Three-seed BYU men's volleyball swept two-seed Long Beach State in the NCAA semifinals. The Cougars, as I just mentioned, in a rematch of last year's national championship game against Ohio State. Watch it on ESPN2, 7 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Again, that is tomorrow National Championship Saturday. BYU baseball beat Santa Clara 9-3 to last night in California. They extended their
2: winning streak to seven games in a row. BYU and Santa Clara play again tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern
0: on BYU Radio. They've won 17 of the last 20. 20th-ranked BYU softball has won 16 in a row. They open a doubleheader tonight at Santa Clara at 7 Eastern. And four former
2: Cougars reporting to NFL rookie minicamps today. Jamal Williams and Taysom Hill will be with the Green Bay Packers. Harvey Longy is with the New England Patriots. And Nick Kurtz is with the Oakland soon-to-be Vegas Raiders.
0: Joining us now from the great state of Ohio in the heart of it all, Jerem Jordan. Thank you for utilizing the BYU Sports Nation karma to the maximum degree, Jerem. You have fulfilled your duty. You have fulfilled your duty. (laughs)
6: Wasn't that amazing? That was an amazing performance from BYU Men's Volleyball on the biggest stage. And, Jason, it is a big deal. You (laughs) were completely wrong. That was was awesome. (laughs) On the biggest stage of the season, BYU showed up in a huge way, including the guy you talked to last night, a man who I ate raising canes with after the match, Brendan Sander. He is so good in the NCAA tournament. He's played three matches in the tourney. He's hitting five 56, yep. bonkers.
2: Yep. By the way, Raising Cane's, underrated chicken restaurant. By the
0: way. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. Underrated. You took out the Raising Cane's after all that he just said, Jason? <laughs> hey, I was just trying <laughs> to give props to the team for okay. what they did last I night.
2: Know,
6: Raising Cane's,
2: big deal. <laughs> okay, all right. So, okay, with all that said then, how surprised were you that BYU's win over Long Beach State was a sweep? I was surprised,
6: especially when it was 19-14 in the third set. I figured Long Beach State would wake up at some point, and they did. But BYU responded. BYU was down 22-19 even in that set. Eric Sykes takes an amazing dig off of his shoulder. Tim Dobbert, tremendous out of system. Jake Langlois, a big-time ace. And BYU celebrated. I was in the locker room after with the guys, and there was a lot of energy there. And the big message was big-time performance, but we are not done.
0: Ah, yes. There is that one more to go, and I feel like it is poetic. A rematch with Ohio State in last year's national championship. They shocked the Cougars. They served them out of the gym. Why is it a good thing that BYU gets Ohio State on their home floor?
6: It's a year later, and you're right. It's, this, is, this is kind of the storybook ending, right, for Langlois and Patch and company. And who knows if we'll even see Ben Patch. BYU did not need him because Tim Dobbert hit 412 last night. So that's an interesting storyline. But Ohio State is legit, man. Like, I stayed and watched that match after. Those guys are awesome. They are as good or better than they were last year. And that's wow. the case with BYU as well. Here's the difference, though it's in Ohio State's gym. For 4,800 last night, I think there's going to be 6,000-plus tomorrow. That is going to be the toughest environment BYU volleyball has ever played in to win the biggest match in recent program history. I mean, there's going to be 6,000 in scarlet and gray rooting on the Buckeyes, and BYU is going to have their backs against the wall. That is quite – it's the gladiator walking into the Coliseum, and there's a – a bunch of Romans in the stands. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> um, I, if BYU wins that match tomorrow, you could argue that's like the biggest win in volleyball in BYU volleyball history because they're playing a road game for the national title.
2: Okay. Well, we asked you this question yesterday, leading into the match against Long Beach State. I'll ask you again. And I mean, and you said you think Ohio State's even better this year than they were last year. So, where do you think, if anywhere, BYU has an advantage over the Buckeyes?
6: I'm not sure that BYU does. I, I think that uh, there are a lot of really good players on both sides. Ohio State's biggest advantage over BYU is their serve. They do, they're they relentless. I don't think there's a guy that doesn't put really good pressure on. I think BYU's got to be able to serve-receive well and put pressure on, but I think the, the serve-receive is going to be key. Last year, BYU could not handle the serves of Ohio State. The Cougars spent the offseason working on their serve, so they got to it that way. The thing is, if you work on your own serve, Your teammates get better in serve-receive. So BYU is a better uh, serving-receiving team than last year, but they're still not great. So if if Ohio State gets rolling from the service line, it's going to be a tough night. BYU has to bring it in that part. And they have to win the 50-50s. Long Beach State got a lot of those last night. BYU has to put those away.
0: Can BYU go blow for blow with Ohio State from the serve line? Are the Cougars improved enough from the service line, that they can put pressure on Ohio State?
6: I I think so. I just don't think that it's every time. Like, Ohio State does not have – I don't think they have a single guy that jump floats. They're all jump serves. They're all ripping them at BYU. And Nicholas Scherzen, who was the national player of the year last year, is a dude from France. He is crazy. He is the best jump server I've seen in years in NCAA volleyball. He is going to be tough to handle. In fact, there's a – Media member from France in town to cover him in this tournament. He's he's a big deal. I think that? BYU can hang. Will will they match Ohio State? I'm not sure, but if they can serve receive well enough, now you're talking. And does BYU bring Ben Patch off the bench as this kind of explosive sub, the sixth man, this uh, James Harden with the Thunder a few years ago to try and throw in a wrinkle? I'm interested to see what the game plan is. BYU comes ready to play. And I think after last year's kind of shocking championship match, BYU will have something different ready to go in the game
2: plan. Where do you believe that BYU – last night they were down 4-1 and they kind of flipped the switch. Something changed. If they, if they get into a situation like that again, where do you think they can immediately go to to flip that switch? What's the, what's the one thing that you think BYU can hang their hat on if, if they get into trouble somewhere?
6: Brendan Sander, he's been unbelievable. He's swung uh, – he's attacked about 69 times in three different matches for BYU last year and this year in the NCAA tournament. He only has four errors. He has four <laughs> errors. He's been unbelievable. And one of those was last night, and it was a terrible set to him. I think Brendan Sander is going to have to shoulder a lot of the load. Jake Langlois was good but not great last night. And if Jake is good, you're in business. If Tim Dobbert is not hitting, you know, like 400 – I wouldn't be shocked to see Ben Patch come into the match. However, Dobbert gives you a little more from the service line and defensively. That's why I think Tim Dobbert is playing. Some people are, like, flabbergasted that Patch is not playing. The coaching staff feels like Tim Dobbert gives them the best chance to win. That's why he's in the match.
0: Man, I feel like uh, I need to go into Bill Walton mode with uh, how you're talking about Brendan Sander and all that unbelievable, Jerem. I remember watching sender, Brendan Sander yeah. sail 75 inches in the air. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Jumping over Brutus. It was amazing. Hey, great stuff, man. Uh, I know you're on a tour of Ohio. Be safe out there. Say hi to Nick Lachey and the rest of 98 Degrees for us. Yeah,
6: you do that, man. I'll tell him hi. And and I'm going to the land of Bo Hodge. Yes, you
0: are. Yes, you are. Thanks, Jerem. Great to talk to you, man. Bo Hodge. Jerem Jordan on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's well deserved. What kind of credit Brendan Sanders? Oh, gives you he here. he was fantastic. You know what? And I'm not sure that anybody would argue that if they win this, it be the biggest win ever at Ohio State. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody would argue with that. Favorite I agree in with their that. home gym. Why is this the year for BYU volleyball? That is our Twitter question today. Up next, BYU outside hitter Ronnie Jones Perry of BYU women's volleyball will offer her opinion on the matter. This is BYU Sports Nation.
1: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer
0: Linton and Jason Shepard live from Studio B on Cinco de Mayo, your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play in party fashion. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. Hey, Jason, do you ever watch BYU baseball? Oh, you know what? Every game.
2: Every game. Uh, last night, big win for the Cougars, winning nine. To th- they, f- they were down three to nothing in the second inning. Scored nine unanswered runs. Big home runs from Brock Hale, Colton Shaver, as well as Kyle, Kyle D. D. Three home runs in his last two games, by the way. So they took game one. Game two is tonight in Santa Clara. Game two of three. You can listen to it at
0: 9 p.m. Eastern time. On BYU Radio. This team is on fire. Yes, the Cougars are trying to win their eighth straight overall and 18 out of 21. They are in first place in the West Coast Conference. Yet they're not even the biggest story of the day, Jason. <sighs> no. Why is this the year for BYU Volleyball? That is our Twitter question. Who swept Long Beach State, the number one team in America, last night, straight sets on a neutral floor to earn a chance at Redemption in the national championship against the team they lost to last year in the national title, Ohio State. At Kip Kent tweets in, if BYU comes out with the same focus, energy, and intensity they showed against Long Beach State, they will overwhelm the Buckeyes and take home the national championship. We just talked to Jerem Jordan on his tour of Ohio, and he brought up a great point, and that is, and a lot of you will remember this that watched last year, Ohio State served the junk out of the ball last year. It was unbelievable how good they were from the service line and he says they're even better this year. But BYU's improved. Yes, absolutely. So how do those two teams match up? Man, it's it comes down to the service line. Absolutely. We'll see. And and
2: when you get in these rematches, especially a rematch from a championship game 1 year ago, I I think honestly because we know how good these teams are from a talent perspective and how well they execute, but it, it's it's such a mental game, and we were talking about how b y u you know b y u in the back of their minds like, man, I wish we had another opportunity to host it. well, now they get it and and there's there's got to be something there for b y u like you know what we didn't
0: perform the way we wanted to last time. this is our opportunity. To correct that, absolutely. More tweets coming in from across BYU Sports Nation. At Mellocopter says, "Our serving is better than last year, but so is Ohio State's, and we've been too good for too long to go without a championship. It's been 13 years. We called it good pressure yesterday, but there is pressure, right? There's some angst. Well, there's like, oh yes, they've been so close so many times that it's 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 getting frustrating." To not climb all the way to the top of the hill, but man, what a challenge they have tomorrow. Well,
2: there's there's no question about it. And, and you know, and we've talked about it. The, the fact that this game is at Ohio State just adds another it. layer to this whole I thing. Love it. That, you know, that if BYU can win this match, it, it makes it
0: even more impressive to do it on their home court. At our Green Hot tweets and the way we swept our last two opponents shows the fortitude and sense of destiny that this team has. Win it for the seniors. There is some real logic to the win it for the seniors mentality for BYU because they are losing a guy like Jake Langlois, who is USA talent, as well as Ben Patch, who has said he's going pro after this season. Two guys that could potentially play for the U.S. national team are on the same collegiate team. They're gone next year. Opportunity knocks right now.
2: Yeah, this is a very good team. Take advantage of it
0: while you're still together. At Milton underscore rat. One word, revenge. Yes, hashtag revenge tour 2017. I'm all about it. Hey, somebody uh, that knows a thing or two about winning big matches in the NCAA tournament, Ronnie Jones-Perry of BYU Women's Volleyball, is in Studio B, and I should say the only real Copper Hills athlete yes. to ever set foot in Studio B. Yes. Hey, Jerem, how's it going? Hey, Ronnie, nice to have you with us. Nice to be here. What would you think of somebody who was
2: participating in a sport but would never show up to practice and just show up for, uh, for the games? How would uh, that go over, by the way?
5: Not well. <laughs> Did he do that? Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. He probably talks about that on the show. Just show up
5: for cross country.
0: That, that's that is hilarious. Yes, we're off to a running start with Ronnie Jones, thanks to Jerem Jordan and his fifty-fifth place finish in the state cross country. How are you celebrating Cinco de Mayo, Ronnie?
5: Um, I'm not. Oh, I'm just, okay. You know, enjoying the weather.
0: That that's a good way to do it, though, right? <laughs> yeah. When it's, I don't know, 80 degrees outside.
5: Of There's nothing wrong is. with 80 degrees to
0: what we're dealing with right
2: now. <laughs> but you obviously had some really good news recently. You were selected to compete for US, the U.S. Women's National, or Collegiate National Team in Minneapolis coming up in June. Basically, it's like a second tryout for the U.S. Women's National Team. Mm-hmm. When and how did you receive that news?
5: So, after the, the tryout was in like the beginning of March. And they just told us, like, hey, be looking for an email, you'll get an email no matter what, whether it's a good one or a bad one. And then, obviously, Alohi got her email because she's going to the team that's going to Europe. Right. So, like, that's awesome. I'm stoked for her. And then it was just kind of a waiting game after that. She got hers, and then the rest of us were just kind of like – Waiting and I got the email and it was just like big like of relief almost and I'm just so pumped
0: yeah absolutely well we are we are pumped for you and look forward to uh, the opportunity that presents to you what is your schedule personally like moving forward as you begin this process with the national team and, and what awaits you in the coming months
5: um so for the next couple of months I'm just going to get in the gym whenever I can see if I can get some teammates in there to help me just get some good quality reps in before that um, and then just team workouts we have three times a week. So it'll be just playing as much volleyball as I can, I guess. <laughs>
2: you know, As you mentioned, not only do you get the, the spot with the team in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. Aloe is going, like you said, with the team that will play in Europe. That's pretty impressive to have two players getting that opportunity from one program. What is the national opinion of the BYU women's volleyball program, do you think?
5: I think the past couple years, we've kind of been a little bit, like, people don't give us a credit for what we are, I think, which I don't have a problem with that, because you don't have that target on your back, um, but after this past season, we were ranked like 14th, I think, going into the seeding, and then we lost in the Sweet 16 to Texas, and then the postseason thing, we they gave us an 8th seed, so it was, I think that we're starting to get the respect on the yeah. national level, but... Uh, like, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> well, when you go
0: take a program that went to the national championship in 2014 and has gone to now, I think, five consecutive Sweet 16s, I mean, that is bonkers. Yeah. Like, BYU deserves some respect for what's happening here in Provo. Yeah. Ronnie Jones-Perry with us on BYU Sports Nation, the real Copper Heel, Heels athlete, <laughs> yes. Uh, BYU women's volleyball lost some pretty good seniors from last year, both middle blockers, Amy Boswell and Whitney Young-Howard. Uh, What are your thoughts on who you bring back with uh, some big shoes to fill in the middle?
5: Um, We've seen a lot of just changes on our team recently, so I think that we're going to be a completely different team. I think that we'll still have some of the same strengths as we did last year. Um, Like, we had some really good freshmen last season with Mary and McKenna, and then I think all around, like, we're just a deep team. Like, we have a lot of girls that can get the job done that we need done, so... I think it'll be a little bit of a different dynamic, but I think it's going to be a good one. I
0: feel like this team is going to be flying all over on the outside, right? So yeah. many weapons <laughs> to set. Oh, holy cow. Great stuff.
2: We've been talking so much about what the men's team did last night in, in sweeping Long Beach State, now yeah. playing for a national championship. I assume you watched it. What, what were your emotions like watching that match?
5: It made me super excited for the fall, which is like, I after my freshman season, I didn't really have those feelings. I felt like I was just kind of like, whoa, that was crazy. I don't know if I want to do that again quite yet. <laughs> After this last season, every time I watch anything like highlights from our season, our videos, and then just watching the men's team and seeing all that emotion, it just gets me really, really excited to go do it with my girls.
0: Okay, so. final question. Um, because you are Veronica Jones-Perry, technically, right? What, what do you prefer to be called on television? Ronnie jones Perry? Ronnie Perry? Or whatever you want. What do you want me to call you when I'm calling the volleyball matches?
5: Um, Ronnie, for sure. Okay, okay. And then I don't really care. I think we're going to change it on the roster to Ronnie Perry. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, that, so sounds,
0: that sounds like a pretty sweet, sweet volleyball just name, right?
5: Keep it, yeah.
0: Ronnie Perry with the kill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you heard it uh, from herself, from, from the queen herself, Ronnie Perry <laughs> in Studio B. Hey, it's great to have you with us.
5: Thanks for having me.
0: Congratulations on all the success with uh, Team USA.
5: Thank you very much.
0: Very cool stuff. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougar Round gets you set for a busy and hopefully winning weekend. Yes. Feeling good about it, Jason? Feeling great about it. All right. Good enough to put on a hat on again?
1: Yep. Okay. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Big thanks to
0: today's bevy of guests. Brendan Sander, junior outside hitter of BYU Men's Volleyball, ready for the national championship tomorrow. Ulatolutao. I think I'm saying it right. That was, no, that was spot on. That's how he told us to say it. BYU running back transfer from Wisconsin. Jerem Jordan joined oh, us from you his pronounced that right too. tour of Ohio. Jerome Jordan. Jerome Jordan. <laughs>
2: and Ronnie Perry. Perry. Yes. Ronnie Perry. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm immediately I'm deleting the Jones yes. hyphen.
0: Ronnie Perry of BYU women's volleyball playing with Team USA at collegiate level. It's really good stuff happening all across. BYU Athletics and BYU Volleyball specifically. What's to come next week, Jason? How about this?
2: If this does not set up the week perfectly, I don't know what does. More awesomeness,
0: less sombrero. All right, we are winning on BYU Sports Nation. Whip it!
1: It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Volleyball.
0: Three-seed BYU
2: men's volleyball upset the number two-seed Long Beach State last night in the NCAA semifinals, taking all three sets. The Cougars will have a rematch of last year's national championship game against Ohio State at Ohio State coming up tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN2. Baseball
0: has scored 91 runs during their seven-game win streak. They beat Santa Clara 9-3, same two teams tonight, 9 Eastern on BYU Radio, trying to win number eight in a row. Softball,
2: 20th-ranked BYU softball opens up a doubleheader tonight at Santa Clara. The game starting, first game, 7 p.m. Eastern time.
0: They've won 16 in a row. Football. Four former Cougars report to NFL rookie camp today. Jamal Williams and Taysom Hill. Teammates again with the Green Bay Packers. Harvey Longy with the New England Patriots and that $115,000 contract as an undrafted free agent. bad. And Nick Kurtz with the Oakland soon-to-be Vegas Raiders. Track and field. Track and field travels to Los Angeles for the Oxy Invitational tomorrow. Golf. Women's golf traveling to NCAA Regionals. They have their practice round in Lubbock, Texas, at the Rawls course tomorrow. Rugby.
2: Women's rugby plays Penn State in the national semifinals yeah. in Georgia today at 5.30 p.m. Let's Eastern. go.
1: BYU women's rugby. Cougars in the PGA.
0: <laughs> Zach Blair is tied for 53rd at even par going into the second round of the Wells Fargo Championship. He is set to tee off at 4.28 p.m. Eastern, and he hopes to bank some money at the Wells Fargo Championship. Jason? I see what you did there. Yes. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. I'm giving it to Sean Olmstead. Three oh, okay. consecutive trips to the National Championship. One with BYU Women's Volleyball. Two in a row with BYU Men's Volleyball. Now it's time, baby. It's time to take the next step. Why is this the year for BYU Volleyball? Our elite tweet of the day from at CL underscore living. Because Scott Sterling puts a patch on the OSU black eye. Yeah! Very All nice. Right. Nicely played. Very nice. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. We great guest today. Great guests today. Fun show. Four of them. And sombreros. And sombreros. Yeah, it's hard to argue with. Go watch the three amigos. Cinco de Mayo traditions for Jason and Spencer. Shout out to BYU Volleyball.